0: Welcome back to the show, everyone. My name is Amber Furman, and this is episode 43 of the More Than Corporate Podcast. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another Solo Friday episode of the More Than Corporate Podcast, where it's just you, me, and the mic. What I want to do today is actually revisit an episode that I did when I first started my podcast. You guys hear me talk a lot about Brene Brown. I feel like in Every interview that I'm doing, whether it's on somebody else's podcast or my podcast, her name is coming up. And that's because she is such an important part of my story and my journey from my rock bottom to where I am now. And I originally did a Brene Brown recap of her TED Talks and her Netflix special. And that was released as episode five. If you want to go back and listen to that, however, Here's the reason I'm doing this. The audio is awful. This was in the beginning of my podcast. I was still trying to figure out how this stuff all worked. I was having some problems with my mic and the audio just came out really bad. I still posted it because it was such an important topic to me. Now what I want to do is just go through and touch on some of the really important points to me from Brene Brown's TED Talks and her Netflix special so that I can get those out to you in a little bit of a better quality, a better format. And now that I have some more experiences and different perspective to look at those things on. So if you are interested in listening to the first episode, episode number five, you can go back and listen to that. It really does have some great content in it. However, the audio again is awful. So just prepare yourself for that. Before we jump into this episode, I want to just remind you that I am doing the goal setting workshop to get you all set up for 2020. We did the live version last weekend. We're doing a virtual version on the 21st and I still have a couple of spots for that. So, this episode will release on Friday the 20th. If you are interested in doing the goal setting workshop, reach out to me and I'll get you the information. It is going to be December 21st, so the day after this episode releases from 10 to 2, and it'll be through a Zoom call. And we're really just going to hit on why resolutions don't work, how to set really specific goals, how to have the accountability and the action steps and the mindset that you need to accomplish the things that maybe you've set is your New Year's resolution for the last few years, and you just haven't been able to get through and accomplish. So we'll be talking about Everything from mindset to setting smart goals to accountability and action steps. And it's going to be really awesome. The live version turned out really well. So if you are interested, reach out to me. I still have a couple of spots left on that. And there's a link to it on my Facebook page at Amber Ray Furman. If you click on the online link and put in promo code corporate, it'll take the cost of the workshop down to $29 for you. All right, so with that being said, I want to go ahead and jump into this conversation about Brene Brown. So for those of you who are not familiar with Brene Brown, she is a shame researcher that started talking about vulnerability and the... Role the authenticity and vulnerability and shame play in how we show up as a person. She has three TED Talks, The Power of Vulnerability, It's Not Your Critics That Count, and Listening to Shame. And then she has one Netflix special, and it's The Call to Courage. And all four of those are amazing. She also has a bunch of books out that I would highly suggest if you're interested in this topic that you check out. For me, though, those four things that I just listed off the three TED Talks and the Netflix special are just a staple in my mental mindset, personal development arsenal of things that I rely on on a, an extremely regular basis. I think I'm still listening to something from Brene Brown about once a week. So I talk about this a little bit in the first episode, so I'm not going to go into it a ton except to say that. The reason I resonate with Brene Brown so much is because when I was at my lowest, when I finally decided that I needed to seek professional help because I had been sitting in this panic attack for so long, and I realized that I was at pretty close to a rock bottom at the time, when I went into my therapist's office, we talked for a little bit. Well, I cried. She listened. And at the end of that, she gave me the power of vulnerability and asked me to go listen to that TED Talk. What ended up happening was I actually listened to it on the way home in the car, um, on the way home from my therapy appointment. And then as soon as I got home, I looked up her other TED Talks because she was so impactful to me. Brene Brown talks a ton about shame and vulnerability and worthiness and courage and wholehearted people She talks a lot about how the people who embrace all of those qualities are willing to show up and be seen and be themselves with a collective idea and belief that it is okay to be imperfect. I needed to hear that so much when I started my story because I have set these perfectionist standards for myself where I had embraced this idea that if I couldn't do it perfect on the first try, then it wasn't worth doing. And if I didn't do it perfect, then I could never try it again and I just wasn't meant to do it. And I just, I had this idea that everything that I did had to be perfect and that's enough to drive somebody nuts. So I want to jump into her TED Talks, and I'm not going to talk about them individually. I would highly suggest, if again, if you're interested in this topic, go check out those TED Talks. I'm just going to take a few of my takeaways that I love and still think about on a daily basis. The first one is really discussing how you're going to get back up when you fail and the understanding that you will fail. Renee Brown talks about the idea that if you say, I'm going to go ahead and try this, but I know that I might fail, that you're completely missing the lesson. Because if that goal is a big enough goal, failing is inevitable. You're not going to get it right on the first try. You will fail. And then you'll get back up again. And it's what you do when you get back up again that allows you to embrace the courage and vulnerability and authenticity and try again. She talks about the TED conference as a failure conference. And this is one of my favorite stories of Michigan Inglewally, who created an anemia drug. And Brene tells the story in her first TED Talk where she says he made the drug the first time and it didn't work. And then he made it 32 more times. And it worked. And so she describes the TED conference as the failure conference because everybody who gets on that stage is willing to fail. And she, she says something else that's actually really important, and that is that by the time the people are on that stage, they've already failed hundreds and hundreds of times and we just don't see it. So we're seeing that finished product when realistically, if we were to go back and look at all the lessons they've had to learn in their journey, we would see that they are no different than we are. So important was her talking about being willing to let go of who you think you should be to become who you are, letting go of all of our perceived limitations, allowing your identity to change. I've really gained this understanding of limiting beliefs and what we tell ourselves that we can or cannot do based upon the experiences that we've had in our life. And so many of our limiting beliefs or all of our limiting beliefs are either things that we picked up through life or things that we put on ourselves based upon our life experiences. And this is why I talk about Tough Mudder so much about how Tough Mudder changed my life. Because in 2017, when I was running all of those Tough Mudders, I was putting myself in a situation where each week I was accomplishing something that I couldn't accomplish before. And then that thing that you couldn't accomplish before becomes the norm. And you just start understanding you can do that because you've broken that self-limiting belief now that doesn't mean it's easy it means that you know it's possible and you know that you can do it in the heart of what Brene Brown talks about she talks about shame and shame taking on two voices you're not good enough and who do you think you are and this was like she was talking to me this has been me my whole life I'm not good enough. I'm not skinny enough. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not fast enough. I'm not strong enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not whatever you want to put in there. I have used that excuse to get out of something in my life. And I would venture that most of the people who are listening to this have done the same at some point in time. And then she talks about how if you are able to push past that you are not good enough, then you get the who do you think you are. And this was Real for me when I started my podcast. Why would anybody listen to me? Who do you think you are to share your life story? It's insane how much those two things pop up so much throughout my life. So really the heart of Brene Brown and what she talks about often is this man in the arena quote. And she talks about how much this changed her life. And it's really an impactful story that she tells in her TED Talks. Not going to go into that. However, I do want to talk about the quote itself. So this is the man in the arena quote it is not the critics who count. It's not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done it better. The credit belongs to the person who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred with blood and sweat and dust, who at the best in the end knows the triumph of high achievement, and at the worst, if he fails, he fails daring greatly. Take a minute and think about that because through all of what Brene Brown talks about, she talks about life as this arena, about understanding that everything that you do, you have people that are there to support you and people that are your critics and people that are your enemies or perceived enemies. And then you have yourself and, and you're your own worst critic. And she talks about the fact that if courage is a value that you hold, that getting your ass kicked is a consequence and it is unavoidable. You're not going to be able to get out of this unscathed if you are truly pushing yourself out of your comfort zone. If you're truly embracing courage and doing things for yourself not for other people because it is impossible to make everybody happy all the time when you're being true to who you are. So in one of her TED talks, she actually has this image of this arena and it's super powerful because it kind of shows how small we are in this thing called life and in the world and paints a picture of all the people that are there to watch us. And One of the most important things that she says, in my opinion, is that she used to think that it was about keeping the critics out of her life that was going to make her happy and that was going to make her successful. And through this research and through the changes that she made in her life, she realized that it's not about kicking the critics out. It's about actually giving them a seat in your life and looking at them and saying, I know you're here. I can see you and I can hear you, but I'm going to do this anyways and probably the most powerful Brené Brown quote for me is if you are not also in the arena getting your ass kicked i'm not interested in your opinion i i want your i want your constructive feedback i want to have that conversation about how we can all do what we're doing at a higher level but if you're sitting in those stands as a critic and you're not out there pushing yourself in your life then I'm not interested in listening to you tell me how I could live my life better. That to me was something I needed to take to heart. And it's so hard to really embrace that because we tend to fall on two ends of a spectrum. Either I care what everybody thinks or I don't care what anybody thinks at all. And both of those are just as dangerous. And I've been on both ends of that spectrum. So to be able to say, I I hear you and I'm aware of what you're saying, but I don't really care what you think because you're not also living your, your life under courage and, and living in the arena. That was super powerful to me. So really quickly before I end, I just want to talk just a little bit about her Netflix special that just came out recently. The Netflix special really talks about a lot of the same things as the TED Talk. But there's one really new story that she talks about that I feel like is probably the second most important thing I've ever taken from her. Besides the man in the arena quote. And that is the idea of the stories in our head. And she talks about how in every situation that we are in in life, our brain needs a story to understand it. Our brain has to have an ending to the story. This is where anxiety comes from. So much of anxiety is... Self made stories. We have created a story in our head that is completely false, and we are now sure that that's how this is going to end. And that story in our head is never, this might be bad. It's like that very worst case, almost unrealistic scenario that paralyzes you by fear. And I've been there, and I really am glad that I found. This uh, information from Brene because it allows me when I go back to that place. Because let's face it, like we all have anxious feelings at times. The difference between allowing it to control your life and understanding what it is is the difference between being in a therapist's office with a four day panic attack and being able to push through it to go out and live your life. So to me, this is so important and something that I use on such a regular basis. But she tells a story about being in an argument with her. Husband, and they were basically both arguing about different things because they were both telling themselves different stories in their head. So now, whenever there starts to be some tension or misunderstanding, they start with the story in my head is this. We need to talk about this because this is the story I'm telling myself in my head. That changes the communication game for me so much. Like, let's not talk about just relationships, let's talk about everything from work and friendships and family and. Whatever relationship you have, anybody that you communicate with on a regular basis. How many times have you walked into a room and you're just sure that somebody's talking about you? Because in your mind, your mind thinks it's the center of attention. Everything's about it. Your mind can't tell the difference of when you're talking to yourself or when you're talking to somebody else or talking about somebody else. It thinks you're talking about it. So when... You walk into a room and all of a sudden you just feel like somebody is thinking or saying something about you. If we could realize that that's just a story in our head and step back and look at what's actually going on instead of what our mind is creating, it really takes so much of that stress off. So guys, I want to go ahead and leave it at that. I don't want to go into too much more detail because if you're interested, I want you to be able to go listen to the TED Talks and watch the TED Special and hear these things from Brene Brown because she tells this so much better than I can as it is her research and her life. But these are the things that have impacted me, that have allowed me to push through the uncomfortable things in my life, have allowed me to launch this podcast, have allowed me to start my business and that I rely on on a daily basis when I'm struggling. So I hope that that has been helpful to you guys. And I'm really glad that I got an opportunity to re-record this with some better audio because to me, this is a very important message and I didn't want it to be stuck with the distracting, awful audio from episode five. Thanks again, guys. I hope y'all have a fantastic week. We'll talk soon.